Welcome to the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. I'm Elise Enriquez, your breakthrough coach. I am known for meeting people where they are and delivering practical insights so they can be more productive. Most people hear the word productivity and they think it's all about getting things done. What actually moves us forward in life and business is getting things known, getting things prioritized, and illuminating the next steps so you can achieve the goals that matter most to you. Being truly productive means being just as okay with what's not getting done as you are with what is getting done. If you are ready to create productivity breakthroughs in your life and business, then you are in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Now, let's create some breakthroughs. Why, hello there. So glad to have you back for another episode. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. I hope this episode inspires you to hop in the Wayback Machine and explore past episodes. We are chatting about kick-ass collaborations in this week's episode. Even though life and work can feel lonely at times, none of us are ever truly in this alone. In fact, we are probably collaborating in more ways and with more people than we realize. So I thought it would be fun to talk about what makes for kick-ass collaborations, and I'm doing that by doing something a little different. I'm interviewing three different people in today's episode that I collaborate with to make my life and my work happen. And really... They make my life and my work better. I reached out to each of them and asked them to think about the collaboration that we have and come up with three things that make it work so well. First up, you're going to hear from my podcast manager, Rachel Sonia. Here we go. Hey, I'm Rachel. I live in the UK and I'm a podcast manager. I choose people that I love to work with. <laughs> I'm a mom of one. That's um, everything, right? That's everything. I I suppose. I suppose. So you and I have been collaborating on producing this podcast all year, basically, since since was it January or February? Something like that. Yeah. 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 Something like that. So over time, we've built different systems and we have kind of different things that we do. We meet regularly, all those kinds of things. What is it that you think works about our collaboration? What are some of the things that you, you think work best? I've got three things mainly. Okay. So apart from the fact that we chose to work together, I think that's important. Choosing, <laughs> just checking each other out and thinking, okay, do we work well together? That was one of the things. But one of the main reasons we work well together is kick-ass system. I just love the systems. And these are, you know, at least you set up these systems for us to work with. Yeah. So I like the fact that we have great systems with not too many places to go to find mm-hmm. what we need. So, you know, we have email and then we have a table where we put a lot of the things and then Google Drive. So having less places to work from, you know, if we're asking about something, we have something to say, we have one place to put it, well, one or two, email or air table, makes mm-hmm. it easy to be on the same page very quickly. I don't know if you agree, but I think we have great I, systems to work with. I agree. Well, I have to agree because I put the system together, right? You know, I'm, I'm such a dork. As it, but, but you know what? It was interesting. I It was hard for me to come up with a system when I was trying to do the podcast by myself. But once I had to think about... I'm collaborating with Rachel. Like we, I got to, we got to figure out how to communicate with each other. We got to be able to to know where things are at, and I don't want that to be hard. 
So, you know, that's what made it easier, I think, for me to put anything together. And so, yeah, I think having a system, having as few places as possible is a really good point to not have to be in a bunch of different tools to try to make this happen. Because there's there's enough tools that are required to actually make a podcast happen. But then to have a bunch of tools on top of that for communicating, it's just it can be too much. So, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you feel that way. Yeah. So the next thing is being very organized and clear in your communication helps me. Um, because, you know, I don't have to second guess or, you know, wonder, hmm, did she mean this or did she mean that? So being very clear and organized in the way that you communicate, but also in the way that you give me the information I need, you know, like mm-hmm. having the audio and then you upload the audio and then you go into a table and you let me know that it's been uploaded. You know, there's a name and number and I know exactly what you're talking about. It's also on my makes planning for my workload every week really easy because I know what's coming all that help that clarity helps me plan and helps make my work easy and also makes it easy for me to ask any questions you know if something's missing or there's something unexpected that will be easy for me to connect and think oh wait I don't have this or what do you mean by that yeah, and I I think one of the things that makes that easy is because we have a system, and so we use Airtable to manage the status of all the podcast episodes. And with in Airtable, there's a lot of automation that's possible that can draw. And so Airtable is like a glorified spreadsheets for people out there who don't know what Airtable is. So it's like a, glorif- a glorified spreadsheet where you can layer on some automations like sending emails when statuses change. And the nice thing about that is that it pulls in whatever details you want. So then that way I'm not having to type this information over and over again every week whenever I'm sending something to Rachel. It's just doing that for me, just me changing the status on something. And so it just makes Mm -hmm. the communication clear and consistent for us. I think there's part of the clarity, I think, in our communication is the consistency. Like we're consistent about format, but we're using systems to support that so that we don't have to think of it every time ourselves so it makes it easier on us yeah we don't want to think of that yeah (laughs) all right so what's number three what's number three for you so so far having kick-ass systems in place having clear organized communication what's number three number three is having a clear why for your podcast and how that ties into your business it's very helpful for you, but also helpful for me because I then know, uh, by, by, by having a clear why, I mean, knowing that like when you came to me, mm-hmm. you knew exactly why you were doing this. You didn't do it because someone said, you should launch a podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, maybe someone did say that. I think you mentioned that sometime, but you took a while to think why and how does that tie to my business? How does that help? You know, what's the point of having a podcast so um yeah having a clear why makes it easy to keep you motivated but also for me to know how to guide you you know like why are we doing this and what's the end game in all this mm-hmm. then you'll know where you want it what direction you want it to go because you know why the podcast there and everything in between the systems you know the content the planning you know you can have amazing systems but if you don't know why you need them, I think in the end, there might just be a house of cards, whatever that saying is. Yeah, 
Yeah. No, yeah. I, I love that you took it to that level. Like not only, you know, are we looking, did you bring up the ground level of the systems and like the details and all that kind of stuff, but the bigger purpose, what's the bigger purpose of what we're doing together? What is this collaboration really about? What are we trying to do? Oh, I love that you said that <laughs> because I think that's something... <laughs> No, I really, I really think that's something that could be missed when people think about a collaboration to make sure that if you're reaching out to somebody to get support, because, you know, I see you as a partner in this, you're, you're a collaborator in this, we are working on something together. And so it's critical that, you know, you know, why we're actually doing it. And so and so that was you're right, it was something that people had been talking, you know, podcasting as an option for a long time, and I never thought I would do it. And it turns out I love it. And part of the reason I love it is I get to collaborate with you where you're going to ask me questions about, well, you know, what's coming up and what's going on and what are you trying to do? And, you know, and all of those kinds of things that helps me, I think, create better content for the audience. And so having this collaboration inspired this episode, right? So so I just thank you so much for coming along on the ride with me on this, and on this collaboration. It's amazing. It's amazing collaborating with you. It's been so, not just for you, but also for me. There's so much that I've learned and so much that, in so many ways that I've grown just working with you. And that's what I love working with my clients. And we all learn something from each other. Yes. Uh, about our personalities, but also businesses and our lives. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Thank you so much, Rachel. Okay, next you're going to hear from my GIST community coordinator, Carrie Kelleher. Carrie and I actually used to work together at Microsoft way back in the day. And at some point after I became a coach, Carrie was one of the first people to join my GIST productivity training program. I think that was well over seven years ago at this point. And then she subsequently joined the GIST community, which is an ongoing membership program where we do group coaching and group support. It takes a lot of work behind the scenes to support this GIST community. And it got to a point where I wasn't able to do it all on my own anymore. So I asked Carrie if she would come on as a virtual assistant to help me. So let's see what Carrie has to say about what makes our collaboration work. Carrie, thank you for hopping on with me today. I really appreciate it. I want to talk about our collaboration a little bit. We work on supporting the GIST community to get together. And we are involved in a lot of tools and a lot of handoffs and a lot of questions and a lot of like all these things to just keep this like one thing going that I do for you know a, a subset of my clients. And I could not do it without you. <laughs> I know that for sure. I I did it without you before, and now I don't ever want to do it without well, you. Well, you could. <laughs> you could. You just may not want to. Yeah, I may not want to. I think I know I, know I don't want to. <laughs> but I'm curious from your perspective, what, are the, what do you think the top three reasons are that our collaboration works when it comes to us supporting the GIST community together? Well, I think the very first thing that comes to mind is that I am such a wholehearted um, champion of your GIST program. Oh. (laughs) And I love it so much. And I could talk about it all the time. So (laughs) that working for you and sort of getting a behind the scenes look at the way you work was so fun for me initially. (laughs) And that's. I love it initially, not anymore though. I'm just kidding. No, no, it's still great. It's still great. It's still (laughs) great. But I feel like that was a big deal for me because I do feel like, I mean, anything that you're excited about, 
you want to know more about how it was kind of baked and and also your we work a lot on what your next steps are and that's so exciting I also feel like and I hope you you feel the same that it's fun to be able to hear some of your ideas give feedback but also feel like I'm actually contributing to building the program and having it change and grow yeah so that's been my favorite part no, I, I would say that that's been helpful for me because it's it can be lonely in this brain of mine sometimes. And I can talk with Kim, my wife, about it, of course, and because she's also a gister. So she knows, you know, she understands too, but it's like, it's nice to have other perspectives on what's going on. And for you to get to see truly behind the scenes makes it a different perspective than it would be from somebody that just goes through the GIST program, right? You know, like I can get feedback from the, from my GISTers, which I do ask for, but it's different for you to see both sides of it. You get to yeah. see, you know, how the sausage is made per se. <laughs> for sure. And the fact that I have gone through the program in many different inceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, You're an OG. <laughs> yeah. And I love, I love that. I love that. Cause I mean, this is one of my, I always say it changed my life. The program really changed my life. And I, I think even seeing the way you work the program helps me apply it even more for my own life, like on a personal level, professional level. So that's, I mean, that's sort of a selfish, you know, selfish reason. Hey, well, I think that that's what I'm, what I'm hearing already and having these discussions about, you know, collaboration is like, having people who are on the same page and aligned. And, you know, so it's, I think that you don't have to believe the exact same things. You don't have to go about doing things the exact same way, but to be wanting to kind of be on the same page generally and heading in the same general direction is really important. So that's, that's so cool. All right. What's, what's number two? What's number two? I want to just talk about number one the whole time, but what's number two? (laughs) Number two for me would be the fact that our main, we use a lot of tools for collaborating and that's mm-hmm. been fun too, because that's changed so much from the beginning to now. And I'm sure it will going forward, right. but the main tool that you teach in GIST is GQs. Mm-hmm. And that is ultimately the main tool that we use to communicate with each other where all of our action lives. Um, and what I love about that is that because that is also where my action lives, I've learned mm-hmm. so much about the tool. And that is super exciting because I do feel like I am, I'm definitely a person who changes how I do my processes all the time, yeah. kind of improve them and working together and learning how we're collaborating using GQs has totally helped me see the way I use GQs differently and how I want to change things. Same here, by the way, I have to say, like, it oh, helped, I was like, Oh, like, to have somebody else here in this space with me. Oh, like, Oh, we could do this. So we could do that. Or Oh, I need to be doing this differently. Right? Like, it's changed how I'm doing it, too. It's it's polished my it's polished my skills and in, in, in this tool that I've relied on for years now. And I teach, right? <laughs> and that's polished my skills for sure. Oh, that's awesome. That's really great. Um, I also do feel like it's also given me like some incentive to think about like, how can I be using this GQs with other people as well? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to start small, but I mean, obviously I'm working with you, but I'm going to bring Joe into it as a way of 
doing our like weekly meeting together. So oh, that's awesome. See how that goes. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> Joe's awesome. Joe's Carrie's husband and he's awesome. I've met him before and he's amazing. And so I, what I, what I know about Joe is that what I could tell about Joe is that he loves you dearly. And so if you're like, babe, I really want to try this. He'd be like, all right, let's try it. <laughs> he is up for anything. So he, he'd be willing to try it for sure. He's amazing that way. I love that. All right. What's number three? Um, number three for me, I think is probably something that um, a benefit that I have always um, striven for in my life, striven for, strove for. I don't know. I, anyway. I do this too, where I'm like, what is you? Path? You know what I mean? Is that confidence? Um, I don't know. <laughs> is um, community. I mm. love having a community, obviously, in many, you know, facets. But what is exciting about your community is that I had a taste of the community being a part of GIST because you have your alumni program where you're still a part of the community. You have a lot of like ongoing education and you get to know the people that you actually took your GIST course with. But then yeah, you get to know more people who are, you know, on ongoing adding to the GIST community. But what I love about my role now is that I really feel like, in addition, you have this um, group of people who are all very like-minded, who all love talking about productivity, which is a very hard community to find, I think, in my real life. Mm -hmm. And to get to know everyone better has been awesome for me. That's awesome. And so I love that because you do get to know more about you do anyway, just by being a, a just community member. But mm-hmm. I do think that because I'm, I participate even more mm-hmm. while I'm working on the back end, I do get a little more insight into what all the different things that people are working on. And I love that yeah. and how they're using the just program for them. And mm-hmm. that's super fun and exciting. I love it. So it's like you have a, you come to it with like a different lens now. Right. Even when you're participating as a participant, like when you're like, OK, I'm a gister, I'm showing up as a gister. Is there a part of you that's like also, you know, the the gist community coordinator there, too? Yeah. Right? I mean, it's like looking through a different lens, because even uh-huh. when I had to run one of your systems checks, for instance, <laughs> it's a totally different experience right. to be a participant in the systems check versus the host of the systems check. Right. And I really did feel responsibility, even though you're not, you're, you're guiding them, but Mm -hmm. you're not, everyone's doing different things. Yeah. But I do feel, I did really feel a responsibility to like be there because questions came up and people had really great questions and some of them I answered and some of them just the community answered. It just felt great. It just felt great. Um, I think to be there and to just have this community of people that kind of all want the same things to like get the most important things done in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so move cool. those things forward, move those things forward. Yes. Moving forward. What matters most? Ah, uh, well, like I said, I, I don't want to have to do that by myself again. <laughs> I don't ever want to have to support this community by myself again, because what, what our collaboration allows me to do is continue to have the energy that I need to keep showing up for for them, right? 
And I'm capable of doing all the things that that you're doing for the community because obviously because I was doing it before, but it was, it was a dream for me when I needed that energy for the people like live and being, being with them. And so I, or creating the stuff like the ongoing communicate or education and things like that. So it allows me a lot of room and space and energy back to keep making it better, which I love, or, or just, just to be able to show up for them, like show up for them and keep making it better. Cause you and I both, that's how, that's how we operate is how can we make this better? <laughs> which I think yeah. I have to say, if I add number four to our collaboration is that our, both of us have a willingness and, and don't bring ego into it. Right. So we're willing to just say, how can we make this better? Or oops, I screwed up or whatever it might be to be like, all right, okay. So how we make this better for next time. And I've really appreciated that. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. And last but not least, I asked my wife, Kim, to join me for a quick chat about our collaboration. Now, Kim and I collaborate on a ton of things. We are married after all. So we collaborate on everything from day-to-day life to taking care of our dogs to spending time with our family, going on vacations, maintaining the house, tackling big projects, small projects, hosting parties, all that kind of stuff. Plus, we do a lot to support each other in our businesses. So let's see what Kim has to say about how we collaborate and what makes it work. Hey, Kim. Hey. Hey. Thanks for having me back. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Kim loves being a guest on the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's my favorite. <laughs> but seriously, I do. Oh, yeah. good, yeah, good, yeah, yeah. good. So we're talking about collaboration on this episode, and we everybody, they've heard from a couple other people that I collaborate with in my business, but I was thinking, you know, you're really my number one collaborator. We collaborate on a lot of things. We do. Yeah. We collaborate. I think that's one of our best strengths. Oh, very cool. So that's what, that's what I want to know. Like yeah. why, like what is it that makes our collaboration work? And I asked you to narrow it down to three things. And we talked about this over lunch so that you kind of process a little <laughs> bit. And here's what we came up with. So I'm just going to tee them up for you and then you're going to tell me more about them. Sound okay? Great. All right, cool. So one of the things you said is you like that we have a place to put stuff, which minimize the fl- minimizes the flyby. So tell me more about that. I think the main thing is because we both work at home, mm-hmm. we could just look to our right, look to our left and say, hey, did you blah, 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 or could you blah, blah, blah. I think it would be highly distracting if we didn't have a family meeting and GQ's places to put things. Mm-hmm. So I think that one thing leads to the other where it's like a, a good place to know we can put our thoughts, put our agendas, put any kind of goals that we have into a place where we know it's going to be held until we can get to it. Yeah, it's like the the holding place The I think of it as like the triage spot, like it can sit there. It, it's sitting there because it can wait. Yes. Like we might interrupt each other for something that's a little more urgent, but we, it sits there because it can wait. We put it in a spot. And so Kim mentioned GQs. That happens to be the app that we use Mm -hmm. to keep everything. So whenever one of us thinks of something, we pop it into this app so that it can be saved for another time. Mm -hmm. And And sometimes I need that because I'm like really into something. I can't, I don't want to shake myself away to think about something for Friday. Call it what you call it. My golem moments. Yeah, she gets in golem mode. <laughs> I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> Any of the Lord of the Rings fans out there knows yeah. what that might mean. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I think it helps to, you know, be able to focus on what I'm doing. And, and hopefully it helps you as well. I don't know. Oh, totally. Because I, I've gotten better. I st- my instinct is still to be like, hey, Kim. But I've gotten better at being able to go, wait a second. Can this wait till Friday? Which takes us 
to or number even two. Or lunch or even till whenever. But yeah, but I mean, two. But I mean, putting it into that spot is because the only reason that works is because of the second thing that Kim pointed out was, or that she likes about our collaboration, which is a family meeting. So tell everybody more about that. everything. Okay. <laughs> Well, I really think it did because I think having our family values be aligned, but not having our day to day be aligned. Like we are in different businesses. We do different things throughout the day. Like how are we going to get back on the same page? And mm-hmm. so having a family meeting, knowing that that's somewhere we're going to look at all the stuff that we put in GQs. We're going to look at the budget. We're going to look at all the things that are coming up on our calendars yeah, our calendar, and yeah. we're going to get on the same page and start like just have a fun weekend or then start the next week off fresh. Mm-hmm. It's really helpful for me. I love it too. I, I, it seems so dorky. Really, you dorkified me. I I did. I was so cool and unaware before I met you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we are super dorky now, but Mm -hmm. I love the family meeting too. Cause it, other, again, otherwise the, the system wouldn't work. Like having a place to put everything wouldn't work if we never looked at it. Right. (laughs) And so to have a guaranteed time that we look at it is the key is to say, okay, like every Friday at this time, we're going to take a look at the, at our family meeting kind of, agenda or tools or systems. Mm-hmm. All right. Number three, you said was, and I, I kind of summarized it this yeah, way. Yeah, you did. So I can't wait to hear what you said. Which is typical. Yeah, I'm a coach. I listen. I listen for these <laughs> things, right? And I'm like, okay, so I think what you're saying is this. So what I think what you were saying is, and, and this isn't specific to a system. This isn't specific to a process. This is more kind of like the the culture of us, I guess you could say. And that is that we give each other what we need. And one example I'm going to bring up that I, th- I think you brought up at lunch was being able to like to break away from our systems, the apps and all the other stuff and say, you know what, I just need a pen and paper list to get stuff around the house this weekend. Right. I need sometimes to be super low tech and color coded <laughs> and paper and pen and, and mar- just- not pen markers. <laughs> yeah. The more colorful, the better. I like to yeah. color code my paper lists. Like if we're going to host a party or if yeah. we're going to do yard plans or house plans for the weekend. I like to put them on a list where I can physically cross them off. Like yeah. GQs is great and being able to check things off and move things forward. But I think somehow in my private personal side of life and in the stuff that we do, giving me what I need with a paper list is pretty helpful. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that you know that now and we honor that is so nice. I like it too. Like this was something we started very early in our relationship. Do you remember our very first New oh, Year's yeah. Day together? We we woke up at your house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your house. And we were like, what do we want to work on? Like, what do we want to do? And we just did this whole like day of like doing projects around your house. Yeah, it was awesome. And we kind of it's been a tradition ever since. And so I know you Mm -hmm. like a paper list. I guess I remember that somehow. I think it's helpful because for two reasons, I think it combines the one and the two that we just talked about and into the third, which is to be able to have a list, have a conversation, get on the same page, because I think you and I think about how to do things very differently. Yeah. We we want the same results frequently, mm-hmm. but we go about things quite differently. And so I think to be able to have a paper list, that means we've discussed it. If we say, you know, set up for the party, that's way too vague. And we know we have to be much more specific for me to understand it. So I think that's just one of the fun ways to collaborate because I think it's it's – reminding me that we do have the same values and ideas and just different ways to do life. And probably different priorities too. We were talking about like set up for the party. I'm thinking like food and clean the house. And set, <laughs> I'm and thinking like, about mow the lawn. Yeah, Kim's <laughs> like, what's the yard look like? <laughs> yeah. All right. Are so, there any weeds? 
So the first was having a place to put stuff that can be held until it can be discussed. So that way we don't have constant interruptions between us because we both work at home. But this would be for even if you don't work in the same place as your spouse, like instead of texting them, instead of emailing them, right? Or if it's you like, have coworkers that just walk by your office or walk by your desk and just say, hey, this, that, whatever, it, you know, it can be helpful to have somewhere to put that. For, yeah, any Put it on the burner, back You're, burner for a minute. Yeah, totally. Two, having a regular time to actually look at that list of the family meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that gives us more than just looking at the list. We look at our calendars, our budget, all that kind of stuff. And then three, making sure we ask for what we need and we give each other what we need. I think the, the one example I want to add to that one is that you often want to need time to think about um, something before you can respond. And I need to talk it out. And so both of us remembering that and giving that to each other is another way that we give each other what we need. And that I think that's what makes our collaboration work really well, too. Correct. Oh, okay, great. I got it. All right. Well, good job, coach. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Aren't these women amazing? I don't know where I would be without these three incredible collaborators. Actually, I do. I'd be stressed, frustrated, lonely, and probably stress eating. So Rachel, Carrie, and especially Kim, thank you, thank you, thank you. As someone who is always looking to improve things, it can be easy for me to see the flaws in something. But in my work as a coach, I help people look for patterns of success and help them build on those patterns of success. So I'm glad that I took that approach in my own world to look at these collaborations that are working so well. So here are some of the patterns of success that I saw in having these conversations. The first is choose to collaborate with people you actually enjoy working with. This is something that Rachel touched on. Get great systems in place, but keep them simple. All three of my collaborators mentioned systems. Make sure communication is organized and clear. Get on the same page when it comes to the purpose of the collaboration, both each person's part in it, but also the greatest, greater purpose overall. Uh, Everybody touched on this. This is something that Carrie especially touched on in the the kind of impact that we get to have in people's lives because of this collaboration. Have a regular meeting to get on the same page. This is super helpful in all three of the collaborations that I have with these women. Collect all the non-urgent stuff to review all at once. When you're collaborating with somebody, there can be a lot of back and forth, a lot of questions, a lot of things that come up. Some of them are urgent, but a lot of them aren't. So if you have a place to hold all of those things, and then of course, a regular meeting to review all of those things, you can save a lot of time and brain space. Pay attention to working styles and give each person what they need. And finally, stay connected to who you are serving. When I mean by that is in your collaboration together, who are you guys serving? Who are you serving together as a, as a collaboration? And make sure that you stay connected to who those folks are so that you can do your best in that collaboration. So I'm wondering, do you think you could consider doing what I just did? Could you consider thinking about the one to three people you collaborate most with and ask yourself the question of the week? What makes your best collaborations work so well? Come up with your own responses and then take it a step further. Schedule a quick chat with each person, not a text, not an email, an actual chat with each person to see what they have to say. Only focus on the positive. Doing that will give you the patterns of success you can use to make improvements when they're needed. Now, if you are feeling stuck when it comes to a collaboration that you're in, feel free to schedule a quick consult with me. This is a no sales zone where I just help you get clear on what you need and what you can do to make it happen. 
helping people collaborate, helping people get on the same page and get systems in place to support them. That's kind of my jam. So head on over to the show notes to schedule a quick chat with me. Okay, that is all for this week. I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, keep moving forward. Thanks so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Productivity Breakthrough Podcast. Did you have a breakthrough today? Write to me and let me know. You can reach me, revisit anything we covered today, or uncover free resources over at EliseEnriquez.com. And if you know of other leaders in life and business who would appreciate a little help with their productivity breakthroughs, I'd love it if you'd share this podcast with them. And finally, remember to hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.